0: Welcome to our weekly shiir. It's early Wednesday, the eve of Wednesday. I don't see tomorrow any given time that I'd be able to record this year. So here we are, Tuesday night, the eve of Dalit Elm. Dalel, the outside of my father of Shalom is three men, Ms. and Miriam. And this Shabbos is Pasha Shivtim, Zainel, the outside of Rachel Bas is Shimon. Shalmash Avaliyah as well. The outside. have spoken many times about the outside. We'll still have the outside of Shimon ben Yitzchak. Today, Gimelel. Starting to sound morbid. Yeah, it sounds very morbid. We're in this world for a mission. We're given a mission to accomplish on this world. Khasi's explains. HaKadosh who created the world to make him a dwelling place here in this world. There are many things, items, that we ask about what was needed for. One of which is the Minayra and the Besamidash. And the question is always asked, was it needed for light there was a stone that illuminated there was a window whatever it was what was the Minera needed for and we all know that the menorah didn't just illuminate the four cubits around it the Minera was the source of light for the entire world so again we have the question the same question did HaKadosh Baruch Hu really need a world for a dwelling place? was HaKadosh Baruch Hu lacking something? I dare say not so what is it? what was the purpose? what was the reason for the creation of the world? HaKadosh Baruch Hu has everything and anything. Everything is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Malachaladet Kveida, Leachesef, LeAzava, Hashem TzvaK is all the different phrases that say everything belongs to God. In that case, what was He lacking to create a world? So they told you that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted for us to learn Torah and to do mitzvahs. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted for us to do a favor for another. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to hear tefillahs, prayer, that comes from a person's heart honestly speaking what pleasure does HaKadosh Baruchel derive HaKadosh Baruchel is not Shaykh to say has physical mundane pleasure he's not drinking a good can of coke I'm not eating a good slice of pizza. <laughs> Maya sagas. I'm drinking from cans. I'm not a fan of pizza. So what is it that a kollel could possibly derive pleasure from? Elamai, there is a world. Sorry. There is a light, a never-ending light. There's no beginning, no end to it. What value does this light have if it doesn't come into contact with darkness? In order for the light's value to show, it needs to come in Contact and contrast with darkness. The different eras of darkness that the Yidin have been through. We're so close to about 70, 80 years ago the Holocaust. But yet there were so, so many different ones. So many dark times in our history where so many despaired and so many said they have no hope, they gave up hope and felt there's nothing they can do anymore. So many said that if HaKadosh Baruch is forsaking us, I'm forsaking Him. But yet, so many stood steadfast and continued learning Torah. In dungeons, in caves, in broken down edifices, they persevered. They put on tfilin, they learned theta. They did whatever missus they could, acted as best as they could given circumstances Mm -hmm. was it ideal? obviously not but the perseverance of the Jew is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu derived pleasure from and therefore in our generation we can still look around not many there's not many left there are handful of survivors that survived the horrific holocaust by the hands of May their names be obliterated those wicked, wicked people that put them through what they put them through. And it wasn't only one nation. Any nation that was able to jump on board, joined. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu was testing us. Why would a father test their son, their child so severely. Why does a child father think that he will derive more pleasure, nachas, from his children if they go through something first? In the world of exercise, if you take your finger and you go like this and you call that exercise oh I'm sorry if you're on audio you don't see this <laughs> <coughs> If you simply flex your index finger back and forth you cannot or you can call that exercise, it is an exercise for your finger however if the doctor prescribes that you need to do X amount of hours or days minutes of exercise that is not part of the regimen unless there's an arthritic joint in your finger hence you would need that type of exercise generally one needs to exercise they need to build up a sweat they need to get the heart pumping <laughs> I sound like a trainer already they need to know they did it they need to feel it in every part of their body why? why? because it keeps you healthy it keeps you strong it keeps your blood flowing it keeps your heart racing and you know what? not only do they believe it, there might even be something to it. Yes, it has substantiality. Whereas on the other hand, we have the yoga approach, which I cannot in any which way, form or fashion describe. But a lot of it apparently boils down to meditation. That's what this is all about. Mayach, shalit, al-halev. The heart, control. the mind is controlled, controls the heart. The heart is controlled by the mind. One needs to sit down, no matter what happened to them, no matter how scared, frightened, nervous, pained they are, and just be misbegined, and just Concentrate. On Godless the greatness of Akkadish Barakhu, just think about how great is Hashem, how loving is our Father, Akkadish Barakhu. And there you go. There you go, you find yourself in this serene, calm atmosphere because you've taken your entire pressure and you looked at it and you dissect it and you find where it's coming from not what's making you, what's causing you the pressure per se but you're looking at it and saying, HaKadosh Baruch Hu did this this is done by a Baruch himself How could Hashem? Why would Baruch Hu do anything to hurt us? The pain, the illness, the sickness, the disease, the passing away, the whatever people are going through—all part of Barakhu's master plan. So when we're misbainin, and we think this through, and we get the proper focus. We get the real picture of where it's all coming from. We can live with it. We can make it work. I, this person, caused this and this pain. We know. Why was that person unfortunate to be chosen as the shliach to inflict this pain? We don't know. Do we need to find it in our hearts to forgive? Yes. But then you say, easier said than done. Did you, were you inflicted with such pain that you could talk like that? Did you have such... But I'm not talking out of expertise. I'm talking about the dictate of Theda. The dictate of Tera is Ein Eid There is none other than Hakadosh Baruch Himself, and therefore, what Hakadosh Baruch who met out, we need to take one of the two thoughts of school of thought: either called of the Rachman of the Tabav or of the Teva. Either everything that Hashem did is for good, or this too is good. I' we've explained several times different Shiram, the difference. My father in was almost tonight. Today Talad went through war torn Europe he arrived as a teenager 1947 he didn't have long hair he didn't have bell bottoms he wasn't smoking up weed he was a from boy If we want to go through the history of day by day, from when he was born and his mother almost died because of an ayin hara, from what he went through, what he was subjected to as a child, the persecution, the anti-Semitism, is about a but they didn't sit on their hands complacent they didn't wear a casket and say I'm hiding the fact that I'm Jewish and they didn't say Mama, Tata let me stay here in the house where the wo- stove is warm and I'll try to it in a corner somewhere Maybe I'll be able to open something and we don't have money swarm with us because we're out of our homes so many times we've moved from place to place. But maybe a safe I'll open maybe I can understand it myself. Please don't make me go out there. But that's not what they did. That's not how they lived. That was not the attitude, not the approach whether it was in Siberia or anywhere else that they traveled to, they found access to a page, another page, a part of a Gemara. And he sat and he learned and he went out each morning to Chedah in the freezing cold in the bitter cold they had to wrap themselves in towels and shmatas they didn't have any old navy or macy's around locally to be able to buy a wardrobe They downright put together patches and pieces. And pretty much for the duration of the war, most of the family stayed together. One child, the oldest boy, unfortunately was in the yeshiva. When the Nazis gathered up that yeshiva in the courtyard, the front courtyard of the yeshiva, and al slaughtered everybody there. and they knew their older brother they knew the Becher but they moved on and they didn't say that's what happened to the Irish and therefore we have to hide we have to go into a, under a rack they knew what had to happen They knew who they had to be. And they lived that life. And it got harder than that. It got harder. They had guests. They had guests. They weren't exactly house guests. They were straggling orphans orphans that had nowhere to go from the war parents were killed the whole family was wiped out and my grandmother used to pick up these orphans and bring them to her own home with her children and they all knew these Yusaymen these orphans got fed before them If there was one slice of bread, it went to the orphan before it went to you. And no, they didn't come to America resenting orphans. They didn't go to therapy thinking about, "Oi, I hate orphans. They stole my food. They learned the chesed. They learned how to behave and how to act to a fellow Jew. And how yes you give your shirt off your back to your fellow Jew unconditionally. This is what they came with to America. Not much luggage, mind you. Not much not many changes of clothing. my grandmother had held on to several pages of Gemara the Talmud that they were learning with different people on the ground wherever it was, forests and she brought them to the yeshiva in Bedford and Dean and Abu Shbala was sitting there and she told him he said, he told me he remembers how she walked in with the three boys, Yechiel, Moshe, Shmiel. And she said, these are the pages of Gemara that they were able to learn. Till now, they were my responsibility, now they're yours. My grandfather didn't come to Yeshiva with them, my grandmother did. (laughs) My grandfather was already, When he got here, he was sharpening his knife, and he was a ritual sheiket, a slaughterer. And he was preparing for people to eat kosher chickens, etc. So, my father sat in yeshiva. He had a very beautiful voice. Very melodious voice. I made a kiddush on Shabbos, in the shul that I dove most times. At nights on Shabbos, Yom and my father of he lived in my house for four and a half years after my mother passed he would often visit, frequent that shul and whenever they could take advantage of it they used to get him to go and become, be the cousin. An advantage it was because they had a very enjoyable tefillah so I was sitting there this Shabbos because the Shabbos before the yard said made a Kiddush and the members of the shul that are there for a while. Everybody knew there's the kiddush from my father's memory, they were saying, the And the man next to me says, ha, how not ironic but how beautiful. The walls of this room can actually give testimony to the greatness of this man. And not even figuratively speaking. Because when my father davened, every wall heard it. Every wall felt it. I won't tell you the windows vibrated, but he had a pretty powerful voice. And this is in his later years also. But they used to knell. And they used to so look forward to his tefillah. So literally said the walls could give testimony to what this person stood for to hear the beauty the praise and the prayer the heartfelt prayers that he offered He knew the pure Shamilas, he knew the explanation for every word. His pronunciation and the way he emphasized on the parts of Dominic you have you have those chazanim that unfortunately are not very big Tamid not very big sages, and um, they'll sing a happy tune to some sad words. Or vice versa. Not so by him. He knew what he was saying, and therefore knew what he was singing to it. And he lived that type of life. Barakatad in other better for the whole mishpachah. Rifuos and Yeshuas for all those that need. so he lived by example and he taught us by example besides his tireless effort to support the family working by a job six days a week and the seventh on the 7th on Shabbat, we go to a shul sometimes involved an hour hour and a half or more walk each way to the shul to supplement is income you can get paid for that we could probably get paid for it but however it worked out and Roshani and Kippa obviously shuls would give X amount we call a bonus whatever it was as a thank as a token of appreciation for leading our congregation and to hopefully blessing us with a sweet new year because of your beautiful tefillis and he didn't take that money and go to Florida no in the summer prior to that he sent us to summer camp to overnight camp and after and he used to tell the director that after Tov he'll pay them and in those days he trusted a person I guess his reputation preceded him. And he would do just that when he davened Roshani Yim Kippur and he got, he received whatever quote-unquote bonus they gave him that paid for camp. His vacation was never on the agenda. His travels were not what it stood for. and many, many years till literally probably the last two or three years of his life he stood by the Ahmad and he prayed for the congregation and brought many blessings to the congregants that davened with him and yes I can tell you that there were times that people had issues had problems with him and used to make his life miserable he went on but then also I know of several stories of people that had either a problem with fertility or a problem with something else and they asked him please have us in mind Daven for us. And he would bench them. Then he would daven. Baruch Hashem. They were helped. So surely you can say, <speaking in Hebrew> And he fulfilled his mission of this world. To bring the Deere <speaking in Hebrew> La to give HaKadosh Baruch Hu that pleasure if we can put it as a word, pleasure for enjoying this world the creation of this world and the existence of this world and each and every one of us are considered an Elam Mali, a full world and each and every one of us therefore has a full-blown obligation To make sure that what they're doing is fulfilling the mission. The way they're doing it is fulfilling the mission. This is how and what Hashem wants him to do, or her to do. And thereby, we are accomplishing what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to accomplish. Of Lassus Leidira Yisparich to make a dwelling place here on this world below. Shabbos is the outset of Rachel Bashal Chai, Bas Chaim Shimon. Rachel passed away at the age of 16. It was just after her sweet 16th birthday. She suffered for two years with the, the illness. everyone in our family tried besides praying and davening and tried to keep her alive with that tried to make her as happy as possible with the circumstances young child having her leg amputated and walking around in a prosthetic the young child going through all she went through the chemotherapies etc and you outside of Zion El may she too be a good to better for all of us here in this world for all the family that's here not left behind existing here and doing and living and forging ahead and making what she would think Proud, her brother, her sister, all her cousins from all sides of the family should all be blessed with long life and happiness and joy. And may we merit this to be a kitsuran he shaykh. And we will all go with Mashiach, the Messiah to King. Let us focus on the parsha, being that this is a parsha here. I went off on a tangent for a change. On the, postage, the beginning of the parsha starts off and is brought down in the medrash. Moshul the Melech, parable to a king. Shaylebonim Harbe had many sons. Bei'ev is a cup and Yisumikul and the youngest one he loved more than everyone. Bei'ev Pardeisachon had one beautiful, beautiful Pardeis. Pardeis a garden. Bei'ev Yisumikul, my Shaylein, he enjoyed this and loved it more than any other possession that he owned. Almar my the king said, Nisunani, as a Pardeis I'm going to give this garden. To the one that I love more than anything else to the son, the youngest whom I love more than all the rest of the children and of course the lesson that we take from this the Almighty says from all the nations that I've created I love the Jewish nation the most from all that I've created I created, I love the din, the tater the most. I'm going to give what I love the most to whom I love the most. Sounds so touching. But there's a little, slightly flawed. Fact is, that if there's no law, and there's no judgment, the world would be havoc so therefore it's not something that the Jewish nation has a patent on everyone needs to the entire world needs to keep this the non-Jews need to keep righteousness and judgments part of the seven Noahide laws He home in at the end of Omre Aleph on Vav, fifty-six. So this beautiful idea that the foundation of this medish is based on that din is something that Akadosh Baruch Hu loved, and yidin is something that someone Akadosh Baruch Hu loved. And therefore, he gave it only to the Jewish nation, it doesn't fit. More so, the concept of mishpat is something that goes to everyone, not only to an adult. someone who has deep understanding even the youngest child but the maddush here doesn't talk about all the children talks about the youngest the maddush is hinting to a special sort of mishpat of judgments judgments something that only the Jews do and this happens when the person is young and what is the parable based on on a paradise a garden not a field A paradis in a little garden, you grow fruits, things that bring pleasure, beautiful flowers. Whereas a field, you grow things, wheat and barley, and things that you need to have, a person needs to have to substantiate their lives. And the same thing is in the nimshal, the lesson of our parable the mishpat, the regular mishpat is like a field something that we need to exist in the world all the nations need that but the actual special mishpat that we're talking about Am Yisrael has that's the garden, the paradise from which one derives much more pleasure The mission statement, shall we say, of the Sheftim and Am Yisrael, of the judges and Am Yisrael, the Ramam divides in three. One, the main thing of Teir Two, pillars of lesson. And three, Mehem Chik u Mishpat. From them comes out and Mishpat for the The last two are tied with the regular dinim, regular laws. Similar to this, the whole world needs that as well. Where does it come? To the the special Dafke HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives over to the Israel to the judges, the Teira and all his generalizations. And gives the Yidin a special strength to learn it, to explain, to bring out, to derive new things from the generalizations brought down the teda. And therefore, litzer Tera teir shemopah. Literally, they're forming and creating. In this kliusha teira, we are given the strength, the mainstay part of teira. Mm-hmm. And Hakadosh Baruch Hu commands us: Le'sosur min adavar sheyagidel lecha yom inusmeil. Kumez devarim. Do not turn right neither right nor left away from the actual straight path this concept of Yitzir's HaTedah and its building this is a Pardis a garden special given by Kodesh Baruch Hu to his young child in order that he should achieve and be able to reach out and be mishtatev in the creation of of Taylor. and therefore, we need to have the comparison of Binay Yisrael as the youngest child. So they can bring about this partnership. And we need to be young. It needs to be a young, a small one. To bring out somebody that has no ego, no haughtiness. No personal agendas. But simply ready to undertake and to accept the yoke of Hashem. And this is the specialty that's being learnt out over here from They learn, We learn this Tafkih from our Rabbis, our Sages. And then they can bring about a psak Din, which is part of Tera. It was Pasha Sheftim when the Rebbe over 30 years ago by Fabrengen pronounced, announced Yesh, Navi B'Yisrael there is a prophet amongst the Jewish nation and the words of the Rebbe resonate ring out across the world today there's yeshivas all over the United States all over the world Yeshiva Erolchan Chabad YOC as it's called in California beautiful form of Yeshiva and to help out with the Sevet of Yeshiva, the staff of Yeshiva they bring out five bochen, five single boys that are undergraduates probably in, in that stage and they help out programs and things with the Bakrin and Shiva Yeshiva to give that extra oomph that the married Rebbe doesn't have. <coughs> Today they left to California. They were going from JFK airport. Five boys. And they were standing there, very innocently, minding their own business. And this man and woman walked over to them. Young man and woman. <laughs> and they said, We're a chasin kala. We just got married less than a week ago. Today is the last of the seven days. We'd love to have a last seven brachas. Right here in JFK. So five Bakrim, The chasin is six. got to find four more Jews. Ski is coming. One Shkia comes, Shavgachs are over. And they ran around frantically. They said, okay, hold on. They ran around frantically and found four more Jews. Everybody washed. <laughs> they ate some sandwiches, or whatever it was. And they benched in the middle of JFK airport. I don't know if they had found actually a bottle of wine, or if they used beer. And they sat and made Shevabrachis over beer. And the Chazen Kala, randomly in JFK Airport, made history Shevabrachis in JFK. Next stop, Shevabrachis on the moon. Yeah. Hey. You never know. New York, Lottery. Navi bekirovicha. Therefore, tells us a very, very important command: to listen to what the Navi, the prophet, tells us. Not Moshe says, Navi bekirovicha ma'checha kamayni, yokum l'chashem alikecha elov tishmaun. A Navi amongst you, from amongst your brothers, just like I. Hakadosh Baruch Hu will set up. And to him, you should listen. Now, the Chazal tell us, "If you keep your score at home, you get money of vomus, tzaddik amid beis." Also, the Seferi on the pasuk. Even if Chas v'Shalom, tells you to do an aveda. Ki gein karmel like aliyo in hara karmel hakil if you show for that very moment shamale you listen to the Navi and the comparison the Chazal brings down with the sacrificing kabonis and bamis not in the Bais HaMikdash, not in the Holy Temple but on a bomber a makeshift altar and this is not allowed once the base of was established anything until the of village was established they had set up bombers everywhere people would be micro Kabanas once it was a base of you couldn't do that anymore But El Yo told them now that they would have to do it, and therefore the commandment of a love tishmun came about. So we have a little question from the Gemara and Zavachim, and it brings down about How they bring the kabbonis, clever the bringing on Bommas. He says clearly they're in Yerushalayim. They came to Yerushalayim. And nested on Bhamas. The Bhamas became prohibited. The A there was no longer a permissibility. Therefore, So how did the Chazal teach us barichus? at length, and in each point, the bringing of a carbon on a bama something that was not long was no longer permissible. But the truth is that there is a capability of bringing a carbon on a bummer, even today's day. If a navi stood up and said to do so, just like a liyoh did in Harakhanu. In this case, the commandment would be we have to listen to the Novi according to what he told us, the Al-Ochum. Ki mizkor om zetugimara, <laughs> singimara yuma and gmara seita. In yuma tesam et beiz, and mem memchesam et beiz. Tehami shemesun, which is the end of the theme of the Mesechtim, seita. Shemesun eviyam achreinem, chagay, zechari, and malachi, stalkeruch hakedash mi Yisrael. There was no longer, once these Prophets passed away, there was no longer prophecy, there was no longer this Holy Spirit of the world. So it can't be a nevuah in our time. But it's not the case. We find many times, the Chazal tell us, that the Ruach even after the Neviim Makhreinim, and then Abba Mechus Nevuah says, there is no such thing as a constraint in time and there is no, no way that you could say that there is no way that it could be nevuah today therefore we can't bring down we can't explain the Chazal says the Stalker Ruh HaKedosh once the Neviya Mahirinah passed away and it's not impossible really at all to have this not in the same level as it was before. but the wording is butler doesn't say that it was nullified or it ceased entirely, nistalka it went away. Therefore since the war was not nullified and was not ceased, it was just hidden, It's something that still can be found. And when it's found by a person that understands these conditions that are asked from him for the resting of the Navua, then the Kedish rests on them as well, as Rambam says. So the greatness of Akrava in the Besamiddish over the Akrav in Abama, of the sacrifices in the Besamidosh over sacrifice in Abama are when a person's makrva karum Besamidash they spread out the Kedusha even in a place, a, a physical place, where Mizbayak is standing. And he also makes it holy. This maila, this plus, as we say, is in today's days as well. In the Kedusha of the Baisa Knesset, the Baisa Meddash, of our shuls, our st- study halls, this is the Bekhina of Migdash Maat, a small mini-temple. And therefore, everything that Zeicher Kedusha is when it's done in the Beis and we have to see to it that we enhance every Davish beKedusha. Therefore, in the Beis in order to add Kedusha al holiness on its Kedusha. And therefore, this Shabbos, as we finish the cycle again, of Pekiyahvays, Shano Chachamim in the next three weeks we're going to say two parakam a week and therefore we find ourselves in a complete cycle once again of the milsa the chassidusa of the words of chassidus may we merit to hear tera chadoshem e'it and the ge'ula amit tzvashlema ayidei and all the yard sites mentioned should all bring blessing upon all those their relatives and their friends and all those that say Kaddish for them and that think about them and remember them and may their Shamas be forgiven if anything happened on this world and we should see only pure, only perfect only beauty in the time of Mashiach Tzadkenu before this very Shabbos, Shabbos tomorrow. The-